You are listening to episode 75. And I also would like to introduce today the Okiki Video Bootcamp. Yes, I will be launching a course, which I will have a waitlist in the show notes. And I will be launching some group coaching as well. I know there has been a lot of requests lately of people wanting to learn how can they create content for their own brands. And so I'm looking forward to bringing you along in the journey with that. If that's something that you've wanted to gain skills and techniques on, this will be for you. You'll learn systems on how to create content effectively and efficiently and have more time for yourself in the process while reaching your clients. Again, you can find the information for the Okiki Video Bootcamp in the show notes below. On today's episode, we get to speak with a special guest, Sam Mitchell, who is changing the narrative around autism. And he also runs a successful podcast called Autism Rocks and Rolls. So this is really cool because I got to interview this guest who really talks about defying the odds in a space where people just don't expect a lot from him and he wants to really change the narrative around that. His podcast is already nearing 7,000 downloads and he's gotten to actually interview some pretty huge stars including Armani Williams, the first NASCAR driver with autism and American Idol rocker James Durbin who has autism and Tourette's. He's also gotten to interview Dr. Temple Grandin who I'm a huge fan of myself and WWE legend Mike Foley to say the least. So his podcast is definitely going places. This was such a fun interview and such a fun guest and I'm sure you'll be as inspired as I was. By the way, if you're loving these podcast episodes, be sure to leave me a review and rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and let me know which podcast episode resonates the most with you. Let me know in the comments and on with today's episode. Welcome to the Okiki Podcast, where we make inspirational people known. Brought to you by your host, Fian O'Brien. everyone and welcome to the Okiki podcast. Today I have the honor of having a special guest. His name is Sam Mitchell and he himself is a very successful podcaster and he runs a podcast called Autism Rocks and Rolls. So that's really cool. You have over 7,000 downloads already and you've had some pretty big people on your show including Armani Williams, the first NASCAR driver who has autism and also American Idol rocker James Durbin. So this is really exciting to have you here. You also have a published TED Talk, I see. And yeah, I'm just really honored to have you on the podcast today. And I'd love to hear more about you and your background and how you even got into the space. So welcome. Yeah, well, first of all, thank you for having me. 
that's the first thing. I'll get that out of the way. So hello, everyone. <laughs> I'm Sam, and I do run the podcast called Autism Rocks and Rolls, and it's about autism and how we cope with daily struggles that you may or may not understand. I'm nearing 8K downloads. I've had other guests on the show as well. My two biggest ones are probably Temple Grandin and mm-hmm. Mick Foley, who is a professional wrestler, and he has a son on the spectrum. So those are my two big ones. Definitely. And how I got into it is how I really, through my high school's uh, media club, and ever since I found that, I knew I couldn't do it forever. So the only way I knew to continue my media skills was to start my own podcast. Mm-hmm. And I'm a man of my word, and I said I was going to start it, so here I am. <laughs> that's a great reason actually <laughs> you really like wanted to push yourself it sounds like because you're like hey if i want to get at, like better at this craft i better throw myself in this space yeah and- i i am but and one of the traits probably from the autism spectrum is i don't know how your brother is i'm not going to question that. that's your own privacy but i think sometimes people on the spectrum are man or woman of their words yeah they say they're going to do something trust you ain't stopping them they're definitely determined yeah so to give some insight pre-episode i was just letting sam know that i was really excited when i heard of him because my brother has autism and so i'm really excited to hear what he's doing and how he's breaking those barriers in the space so you kind of touched on it a bit but what really got you interested in podcasting specifically and not just doing media in general and you said you were in the media group in your high school so what else were you part of in your life kind of led you to this point really that was really the main starter but where i evolved i was involved in the jag program in my school it stands for jobs for american graduates and it teaches you basically job skills because of that i was able to make this into a job and i'm still working on it but i'm also taking the skills i learned and i'm also went through a green county ceo program which is in green county indiana and that taught me a lot about like finances and the business side of a business Yeah, definitely. Because with a podcast, there's like the creative side and you enjoying interviewing people, like you said, amazing, like huge people like Temple Ground is huge. And then there's also the actual logistics of running a podcast. So for you, what's kind of your method in handling both the creative side and the business side? You hire a team to really (laughs) do your dirty work. No, I'm kidding. But that's part of it. You really get a team on board and you get board members and you get an editor, which is my mother. So you got to, yeah, teamwork to make the dream work for sure. Yeah. And how do you find that you explain your vision to that team? Well, I just tell them straight up what we're doing. This is my vision. I'm trying to get the stigma off of autism to celebrate, showcase others and to show that there's no pittiness on autism. There's nothing to be sorry about. And everyone needs to know that. And I hope you're aware of that with your brother. Let me just say it that way. I, <laughs> again, yeah, I don't want to put, again, I'm not going to hack into your personal life, but I'm just saying, I hope you view it that way as well. Mm. Yeah, that's really yeah inspiring and that you're very confident, obviously, in this space. And it's true. It's having a different look at it because we see it as one thing but it's really nice to see it as another thing i think i'm seeing a lot more tv shows actually showing that i think the good doctor is one example oh oh yeah Um, i've heard of that yeah really showing it because i think growing up was a very secret thing almost not secret like we kept it a secret but a lot of people just didn't understand it a lot of people still don't but i think it's really nice to see more and more people be aware of what what it is about so 
you also do motivational speaking. What got you into that specifically? Because that's kind of a challenge for public speaking is like one of the number one fears in the world. Yeah, I, I don't know what, for me, I, I don't get nervous about that. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I'll speak in front of people. I don't care. I mean, I used to care, but throughout my life, when you don't give a crap anymore, you really don't care. So since not caring that the one benefit of one of the benefits I got through that was basically being able to encourage the public speak and having no shame whatsoever. So I really have no shame in whatever my body or my physical, mental health or all that. I have no shame. That's great. And do you mind walking our audience through what did you do to get to that point where you had no shame? Because a lot of people went for public speaking and, you know, anything else they're dealing with. So were there mentors in your life that helped you? Oh, it it took a long time. Let's say say it took a long time to get there. And the long, long story short was I was basically confused throughout my whole entire life. Couldn't make any friends, basically. And the longer version is on my podcast, but the shorter version basically is I was very excluded in my life. I didn't have a lot of friends. and I was very nervous, shaky, and very confused. Then throughout the sophomore year, I was just done dealing with that part of the language, but it was done dealing with that bull. I really, really, really was. So I decided, fine, I'm gonna, I'm done. I'm just gonna figure out this is gonna be who I am and figure out and see where this takes me. And thank God I did because I'm a lot much more happier than I was once upon a time. So you had like this inner resolve, like, you know, I'm not going to stay stuck in this position. I'm actually yeah, we're, we're getting our feet out of the rabbit hole. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, that's a huge deal for people in general. And so was this a reflective thing for you? Were you journaling? What did you see someone that you were inspired by that? You're like, you know, I can do this too. I guess not really inspired, but I think some that helped me throughout, I mean, I've been inspired by certain people like Mick Foley and all them. I don't like to say inspired personally. I like to say influence because at the end of the day, I know in this world, this is a dog eat dog world. You're not, I'm not going to lie at the same mm-hmm. time. I know that. So I guess my army my, is my own self. And I believe that, but I'm not saying like, I'm not closing the door and being influenced. I'm, I'm influenced every day almost, man. So that's what it is. And really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really, really awesome and impressive. So you've been running your podcast now. You have 7,000 downloads. If you don't mind me asking, how long have you been running this podcast? Don't mind at all. So it's October 2019. Awesome. And- I'm not to end my season one, sadly, but I'm going to come back for season two after my hiatus. That's great. And I was going to say with this, you have, it's kind of like a combined, you have the podcast, you have the speaking, you have the company. So where do you see this going in the next one year, three years? Well, years? I always joke around. So they ask me in five years, we'll talk because I don't know. I'm taking this one day at a time and I don't want to be fully committed because I'm definitely committed now, but life could change and life happens. So I'm not fully committed to, I'm not going to make any promises and break them. I'm not going to lie to you. I I don't know, but I'm hoping this takes me somewhere big. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I guess in light of that, because yes, you like to stick to your word and be honest with it. What are some things that you think you'd like to see change in terms of media and narrative around autism? Okay. Well, since you're talking about me, the media needs to stop putting a downgrade on autism. That's the one thing that needs to definitely stop. I mean, I know there's shows, as you said, like the good doctor and others that are putting a positive spin. I mean, I think Forrest Gump kind of did. And in, in my own personal opinion, I, I that think <laughs> that all you do is my favorite of all time. I mean, I'm not a big movie yeah. guy, but that's one movie that I love to death. So that's, so there are stuff that are put, still putting a positive spin, but there's still stuff out there that aren't at all. There's, you know, just treat each other with respect and equality at the end of the day. 
with your podcast because you're trying to give a positive spin have you gotten feedback on it on how it has done that for people yeah and- we got some negatives in and there i mean you ain't gonna get those with everything i'm sure you have but that most of the feedback's really good i get like good jobs get a lot of oh this was really interesting i never thought of it this way i get a lot of things you take away from autism rocks and rolls so definitely there's something there to hear from me yeah And have you personally had someone come up to you and say that something you said impacted them? And what's the most surprising message you got? Pretty sure I have before. And I thankfully got a lot more respect from it. And I think people just know I do. So I think I've gotten some, but I can't think of one off the top of my head. I'm sorry. Yeah, no worries. (laughs) Maybe you get a lot all the time. (laughs) So I wanted to finally ask you, what is the thing that you value the most about the position you are in today with your podcast and where you're going with sharing this message? Okay, well, where I was was very unexpected. Probably that's probably it. Where I was was very unexpected. I get to prove people wrong. And as harsh as it sounds, it's kind of fun. Yeah, that is... (laughs) That's great. I have to say, I have been loving this interview and loving your sense of humor and also really excited to look up your podcast as well. And, you know, Sam informed me I'm on this list that I didn't even know I was on and we're both on it. So I will have to check out separate categories, but we're on there separate categories. So I will definitely have to check this out. And I just want to say thank you for sharing your heart and your vision and how the world can look at people's autism very differently. Just thank you for sharing like a, a different perspective on the podcast today and thank you for letting me be on here it's been good and been fun thanks so much